You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. C. Hey, this is Shan, Mom of the Girls. Thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Woman Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. What is life like with twins? Like, whew, I couldn't imagine having two for one special. Um, giving birth is a challenge in itself. It's a, a amazing experience, but to have two little babies at the same time is amazing. And what helps me with my kids is balance but to be able to balance two kids at the same time that's the same age with the same needs and the same wants I don't know how women do it I don't know how dads do it I would need a whole team in my house if I ever had twins it's just bath time feeding time nap time going out to the doctors, running errands with twins, like, oh my goodness, am I going to have two more hands attached to my body, or what? So, um, what I just wanted to go over is a little insight on what uh, it could possibly be like to have twins, what could possibly help with twins. If there's anyone out there that's newly pregnant and you heard the news that you're having twins, grab a hold of yourself. You're on for a ride of a lifetime. So, first up, let's talk about eat time. Now, if you have a child that's really finicky about eating and it's hard to feed them or they really like to eat a lot, imagine having two at the same time. So, whether you're breastfeeding, bottle feeding, table food, 
it's all stressful at times with one baby and the mess will happen with two babies. What you have to do is either have some help or try to utilize your hands as much as possible. When one baby has food in their mouth, go ahead and get the spoon from the next baby. If one baby has a bottle, go ahead and put the other one on the boob. Do whatever you have to do to manage with, you know, the people you have, or if it's just you, do what works for you. Maybe you're going to have to get used to your baby crying or one of the babies crying. A hungry baby cry is the worst to hear. Some babies cry really low and really soft, and other babies cry really loud and <laughs> until you feed them. So don't get scared. You never know what type of baby you're going to have, whether you're going to have a calm, mellow baby, or you're going to have a loud cry baby, or you're going to have a baby that just goes from one to a thousand. Um, every baby's different. All you can do is prepare. Preparation is going to save you every time. I don't care if you have one baby or two. Prepare for the eating. Prep the bottles. Prep the fro- frozen boob milk. Or if you have boob milk in the storage bag in the fridge, um, get you a uh, little water heater if you don't want to use um, the the kettle on the stove or if you want to just warm up the water in a cup in a coffee mug in the microwave you can and put that storage bag of breast milk in there let it thaw out a little bit and get a little bit warm put it in a bottle with a boob nipple if you're breastfeeding just to fake the baby out and feed them as much as you can when you can when they're hungry all they're worried about is getting that food So if you're making um, formula, always make sure you have an emergency thing of formula if you're using formula. Um, And just put it up somewhere just in case you maybe forgot to go out and get some. Or maybe you spill some. Or maybe, um, I don't know, the dog knocks it over or something. Uh, Make sure you have an emergency thing of um, baby food. I always made sure I had those little packets of baby formula in the bag just in case something happens when I'm out running about and the baby's hungry. No one wants to hear a crying baby in a restaurant. Nobody wants to hear a crying baby while you're grocery shopping. I used to have to stop shopping to feed Aria, which is my two-year-old when she was a baby baby in the store. And... It was really hard to push a cart and feed a baby at the same time. Grab a helper. If you have someone to help you with the um, twins in the house, grab a helper to help you feed the babies. Prepare your feeding station. When I say that, whether you're sitting at your couch or sitting at your bed or um, sitting at the table, get your bibs, get your pacifiers, get your lightweight blanket, get your clean breast pump, um... Get your wipes, get your burp cloth, get your uh, your uh, 
pillow that you're gonna rest the baby on or the pillow that's gonna go up under your arm to help um, ease the stress on your arm while breastfeeding. Do whatever you have to do that's gonna make you comfortable and set up a good space for you to have everything. Your cover while you're breastfeeding, if you want a little, little bit of privacy, get that. Make sure you know where everything is. Make sure everything is clean so you can relax because when you're stressed, your baby's going to be stressed. When you're stressed, you're not going to produce a lot of breast milk. And we do not want that. So do whatever you have to do to make sure eat time is breezy easy. Now, for scheduling a baby or putting a baby on schedule, that is important. Listen, I've never put my firstborn on a schedule not sleeping schedule and not an eating schedule and I regret it till this day. She is five years old and she feel like she can stay up with the grown-ups um, and she will eat around the clock. When she was a baby she would eat around the clock. She slept rarely. She was a night owl. Um, she stayed up with the grown-ups. Now doing that times two would be a nightmare. So whatever you have to do to keep your little twins on a schedule, make sure you do that. At first, when um, the babies are born, yes, you start to write down when they ate, when you change them, how long they napped, just to see how they're gradually eating more or sleeping longer. Cool. You're going to get to a point where you're going to stop that. Now, that may backfire with twins because every baby is different. What you should do is when you wake up or when they wake up, get a sense of what time that is. When they eat, get a sense of what time that is. When you change them, how many times you change them between feedings or sleeping, get a sense of when that is. Write it down. Repeat it. Baby life is boring because it gets really repetitive. The days start feeling like Groundhog Day. You start getting um, cabin fever where every day is the same and you're just tired of being in the house. But if you simplify it and if it's done right with twins, you can manage it. You just have to be on top of things. You have to follow a certain order of how you like things. Anyone around you, if they're going to help, let them do it how it works for you. You don't need anybody switching the setup. I know with grandparents, whether it's your parents or your husband's parents or your child's father's parents or vice versa, they may do it a way that annoys you. But if they respect you as a mother, as a parent, as a father, they will follow what works for you so you can be consistent with your babies. Babies need consistency. Hopefully their personalities are easy. And if one baby is not easy, maybe you can have some help to manage that baby that's like a pain in the butt. But I'm telling you, get your baby on the schedule. Write it down. With twins, make sure you have more than enough wipes. Make sure you have more than enough uh, blankies, passies, all of that. You can never have enough of that stuff. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help you out. Clean up and dress up. So, some parents think it's easier to bathe one baby at a time or bathe both of them 
of them at the same time. It depends on what's good for you. Don't feel pressure to be able to bathe both babies at the same time. Having a baby in water or having a baby on a bed, washing the baby down, and to have another baby so small at the same time and making sure what part did you clean, what part didn't you get yet, um, who needs to be lotion, who needs to be powdered. It may get a little bit crazy, may get a little bit frustrating. So if one baby is eating and one baby already ate and you're just changing the diaper, maybe you want to go ahead and bathe that baby while that baby's eating. Or if one baby's sleeping and one is up and already fed, maybe you want to go ahead and get that baby cleaned up and out the way so you can go ahead and start waking up the other one. Do what works for you. If you have help, perfect. Maybe you guys can do it at the same time. Teamwork. When a baby is really small, um, what I did is I do a wipe up with them um, on the bed, on a towel. I get the little washcloth. I get the little vino soap. Um, I have like a little container of water, soap water that I make. And I just start wiping them down. I leave the diaper um, on them to last so they don't poop on me, so they don't pee on me. Then I go ahead and change their diaper, wipe them down, and put on a new diaper. Then you start the process of, um, you know, lotioning them, making sure they're moisturized, um, powder under their neck because it may get a little sweaty or a little wet with them eating, um, get under their arms. I never put powder near their private parts because I just don't want to deal with any chemical or anything um, messing up a little newborn baby under there. So I just don't. I mean, think about it. You change them more than enough, so they should be clean in that area. So don't worry about putting powder right there. It's unnecessary. Make sure that they have socks on to keep their feet warm. Or if you're putting them in a little lightweight onesie, then they don't need socks. Make sure they have hand mittens so they don't scratch up their face. Um, if they're at the stage where they need a bib, you can put a bib on them. If I'm laying them down somewhere and they're not eating, I don't like to put on a bib because I don't want it to get in their face and they can't breathe or they can't see and then they start fidgeting. Um, what else? What else? When one baby is done, I would pass off that baby to someone else or have that baby just relax on the bed or in the swing somewhere and then start, you know, doing the same process with the other baby. I usually bathe the baby in the morning around 9 a.m. and bathe them around 7 p.m. later in the afternoon. In the afternoon. Um, if the baby has like a big blow up with poop, maybe I'll give them another wipe up or another bath, but that's as much as I think a baby needs to be bathed um, in a day because their skin is still really soft. Um, they're still really delicate. They still have a lot of little baby hairs on them. Um, to wake up, I bathe them. To mellow them out closer to the night, um, I bathe them and I make them smell a little bit good with the uh, vino lavender um uh, lotion, it works. It chills them out. Try it. Now, the dress-up part. You got twins. Have fun. Play with the colors. Maybe let the baby um, 
make one baby wear a certain color over the other, get clothes with their name on it, look for certain birthmarks to tell the difference, have fun, make sure they have um, something that's warm and comfortable because if a baby is comfortable, they're going to relax more, they're going to be more chill and what you want when you have two babies is chill babies. Use accessories to tell them apart if that's something you're thinking may be an issue. Now, how do you tell identical twins apart? Now, maybe you have two boys. Maybe you have two girls. Maybe you have a boy and a girl. If you have a boy and a girl, well, you're lucky. All you have to do is look in the diaper. If you have two boys, you're going to have to look for... um, what's different about them the more time you spend with your babies the more you will learn about them and the more you'll be able to tell them apart you may tell their cries apart you may tell their laughs apart maybe one may have a birthmark um, in a different place of the other one maybe one hair color is different or their eye color is different Maybe they have freckles. Maybe their personalities are different and you just know for sure, oh, this is such and such. Oh, and this is such and such because they're really mellow. And this one's really like all over the place. Sex difference. Save you every time. Um, some parents use like a little washable marker on the bottom of the baby's foot uh, to tell them apart if they're really like identical to the teeth. Do what works for you. Just make sure it's not harmful to the baby. Make sure it's safe. And I'm sure after a while, you'll be able to tell them apart. Period. Find books, blogs, or other twinsy parents to connect with. Because real advice, the best advice is going to come from people who have done it or people who are currently doing it and giving you honest feedback. What bothered me every time I was pregnant is reading these books about how beautiful being pregnant is, how great being pregnant is, the vague um, heads up about what symptoms can possibly happen, but nobody really like giving you the raw, real deal of how crappy... Um, times of being pregnant is like how long the heartburn is going to happen how often you may get a rash or how um, you may get a random side effect where you just feel really like itchy for no reason and then all of a sudden one morning it disappears or how you may have like really bad back pain earlier than when most books or most of the articles on the internet say you may have this pain. Like every pregnancy is different, but I just felt like nobody was giving me like the raw real deal of what was going on. I have my babies one at a time. I am not a twin mommy. Um I don't know anyone really close to me that had twins where I had to like help them while they had the twins um up close or where I had to be there and see it for my eyes to see how it was I did my research in order to share with y'all so I suggest if you are going to have twins or you have twins to google read books scroll through ig save money whenever you can because one baby costs a lot of money
two babies, I'm praying for you. Talk to people who've been there already or are there now and borrow whatever you can to take off the um, strain of spending so much money or always having this available when you maybe not have this available. Having a jogger stroller is a big hassle if you don't have a truck or SUV. If you have a vehicle, having a jogger stroller can be a headache. Having to have two car seats can be a headache. Having to have a multi-functional um, stroller can be a headache. And when people don't open doors, where there's just elevators and it gets really packed depending on where you live, it can get frustrating having twins. So share and talk to who you can when you can. Crybabies times two. I hope you don't have crybabies for babies. Do what each baby likes. Share what works for your baby with the other parent or the helper that's going to be around them or the nanny or the daycare. Share with them what works so they don't get frustrated. After seven or eight months, your babies will get easier to handle because they start getting into the flow of things. You will survive. Just make it. You can make it. Finding the proper gear that works for you and your baby. Some babies like swings, carriers, car rides, strollers, etc. And other babies hate it. You're going to have to filter and figure out what your baby likes. Figure out, you know, hmm, should I try this? Should I take this back? Keep the receipt. Research YouTube and ask your partner for advice. Ask other parents um, for suggestions. Buying two of everything may backfire on you because one baby may like it and one baby may not like it. So always keep your receipt. Always make sure you make a folder in your email for each baby. Um, That way if it goes to the doctor and one baby has this or one baby doesn't or this was specifically for this baby, you have like that set up. That's how I have my email set up. Keep a file on your computer for receipts keep a bag in the house or a box for receipts um use items that can be multi-purpose so like i remember buying like a uh, car seat cover for the baby that way if i had the baby out in public and it was too much sun out i could put the cover on there that cover could also be a cover for when i'm breastfeeding so nobody won't see my boobies um that cover what else did i use that cover for i used it uh to sometimes put the baby in depending on how i wrapped it around so use things that are multi-purpose so they can save you the hassle of having more stuff with you whenever you travel or you're out and about now the sleep part sleep for you kiss that goodbye the first year of your baby your sleep is ruined I don't care what you say, whether you have to get up and go to a crib or go in another room or the babies are with you, your sleep pattern is ruined for the first year of your baby's lives. Welcome to being parents. Um, Next thing is sleep or nap when your kids nap, okay? I had to learn that the hard way. Sometimes I did ask uh, my kid's dad to come by the house 
not for me to go somewhere, but for me to go in the room and go to sleep and sleep peacefully, knowing that the baby could be taken care of while I'm sleeping or my mom would have the baby so I can take a nap. I was exhausted. That type of not getting sleep is exhaustion, can make you really frustrated, really cranky. And if you can't explain your crankiness when you have two babies that are newborns, you're not getting enough sleep, it's okay. Get some sleep. Traveling with two babies, It sounds crazy. Um, It's going to be a hassle at first until you find your groove of things. Um, I used to have my bag, my baby's bag, um, paperwork for the doctor, um, and just having the stroller. I'm just like, how can I consolidate? So after a while, you're going to learn on how you can consolidate, how you can um, uh, use one thing to cross out two other things you're going to get more efficient in how you travel with babies Uh, what i would recommend is avoiding airports for the first year of a newborn baby's life because there's so many germs in a small area avoid um having people kiss a baby or get in the baby's face um, in public because their immune systems are not the strongest uh, just to avoid any sickness or any germs being spread. Uh, I wouldn't go to restaurants. I wouldn't go to movie theaters. Um, Just be kind when it comes to people who have babies, multiple babies, and be more aware of your surroundings when you have a newborn baby knowing that, hmm, this may not be the right time for me to go here, or this may not be a good idea for me to go somewhere where people want to listen to something or have some type of quietness because I have newborns and they are sporadic and they may do certain things or they may wake up or they may may need to be changed. Um, Going to museums with a newborn, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Going to a library with a newborn, I wouldn't recommend it. So just be more aware of your surroundings. Um, Take with you when you travel what may work. Be prepared. What's going to help you and ease your mind is being prepared, knowing that if you lose something or if you drop something, you have a spare. Um, Being more prepared if you can't breastfeed, having breast milk on hand or formula on hand, having a bottle with the um, baby water already in it with the ounces that you need so you're not trying to pour water in the bottle and formula at the same time. Be smart about how you travel. And have some sanitizer with you at all times and wipes. And always check your baby bag to see what you've already used and what you need to go ahead and put back. Do not forget to take some time out for yourself. If we as the mom are not doing good, are not all the way 100% there, are not healthy, are not um, happy, Our babies are going to feed off of that. They're going to catch those vibes. People around us are going to catch those vibes and walk on tippy toes. If you find yourself being a bit more grouchy, that's a um, hint that you need some time for yourself. Ask for help. 
the biggest thing about having a baby is asking for help. The fact that you have two or more babies, you need to ask for help. Um, It's perfectly okay. There is no mother that was made to do it all by herself, 110% by herself. That is not what we're made for. We're made to love, protect, um, take care, and guide our children, but we are still human. So take your time for yourself. Dads, take your time for yourself. We understand that you're not a mom. We understand that you do not give birth to a child. We understand that you do want to provide and you do want to understand what we're going through, but maybe sometimes you can't. But we do appreciate you when you do help out. We do appreciate the time you take Um, to hold your tongue when we're being really naggy or um, you need a break too. If you need a break and mom needs a break, that's when you call on reinforcements and you ask a team to come watch the babies for the night so you can go out or you can spend a weekend together and come back. It makes you feel more refreshed, more relaxed, and um, more focused on what's at hand when you come back to your babies and you love on your kids more when you have breaks away from your kids like tomorrow yes I could perfectly keep both my kids home and look at them and stare at them and play with them and talk to them and yell at them and tell them to go take a nap and do all these things but I know when I need a break so I'm sending them to camp Sometimes you're going to have to allow yourself to step away from your babies, trust someone else with your babies, come back to your babies, and refocus. It's okay. Parents need breaks too. Do not forget about yourself. Do not forget about your sanity. You do not want to be depressed by trying to parent a baby, and you definitely do not want to be depressed by trying to parent two babies. guys that's all I have for momming with twinsies and just because it's called momming with twinsies it doesn't mean aunts can't do it it doesn't mean uncles can't do it it doesn't mean grandparents can't do it and it definitely doesn't mean dads can't do it I'm just focusing on moms because we are first up because we push them out you know um it's Having babies is a joyous occasion. It's a learning experience. It's a life-changing experience. To be a mother is a reward in itself. It's a blessing. I love being a mother. But to be a mother of two, you've been blessed more than once. Um, So take your time. Do what works for you. Don't feel pressured to know it all. Nobody knows it all. We learn it along the way. Um, Please ask for help. And I hope this helps anyone expecting twins. I hope this helps. And um, something of what I said was spot on for someone out there. So you can relax because if I don't know anything at all, I know being prepared or having more knowledge than not helps when you're parenting any kids. Bye!
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.